So I'm working on a new book, and I'm doing some research on one of my favorite topics. It's emotionally, psychologically, spiritually so important that you understand this concept. In fact, it can help you overcome all of life's difficulties. You, too, can laugh in the face of death. You've probably heard people, I love in the face of death. It's like, oh, come on, get over it. But here's a thought. You will die, is that correct? Yes, Joe, I will die. Of course, I don't like thinking about it. Hopefully, it'll be many decades from now. Okay, fine. I hope that's the case. But do you laugh? Knowing that you will die, can you still laugh? You should laugh. It's funny, the other night, I was in bed, sound asleep, but I'm a light sleeper because <laughs> I have to wake up, take care of my son in case something happens to him. And all of a sudden, I heard this strange noise coming from his room, and I couldn't figure it out. I said, oh, my gosh, what is going on? This does not sound good. I didn't know if it was an intruder, if he was struggling to breathe. I didn't know, and I ran downstairs, and I ran into his room, and I found him laughing. <laughs> he, was, he was cracking up. And I started to laugh with him. Now, he was actually asleep, but he was laughing. I actually wanted to go back to sleep, so I tried not to engage too much in his laughter. But I went back to sleep. I don't know if I ever fell asleep, but by the time I woke up and I was still laying there, I was still smiling. And when he got up in the morning, he was smiling. What's going on? Now, I'm going to say, I'm not opposed to medication. As a therapist, some people say, Joe, I'm really depressed, and I'll explore it with him. It's like, well, have you talked to your doctor about medication? Yeah, but I don't want to do it. Okay, that's fine. I'm a little bit different. Like, I pull a muscle or something like that. I take the ibuprofen. I get a headache. I grab for the aspirin. Now, again, I'm not just take medications for anything. Of course, I'm into preventative measures such as strenuous exercise, eating well, getting enough sleep, etc., etc. Right? These are all important things to support good health. Research shows that quality relationships actually add years to your life. And I talk about all of that. But there is another medication that is so important. And I want to suggest even though this medication is so important to your brain health, you will never see it advertised on TV. Why? Because sponsors can't make money off it. But this is a gift that God gave you. It's organic. It contains no harmful chemicals. And when you take it, when you engage in it, it produces happy or pleasure chemicals in your own brain when used. And what is this miracle drug activity? It's laughter. Scripture says it is truly good medicine. Proverbs 17.22. See, that joyful heart is the health of the body, but a depressed spirit dries up the bones. Proverbs 17.22. And laughter actually indicates a joyful spirit. Now, let me be clear, because if you've been listening to my podcasts, if you read any of my books, You'll know I'm all about this understanding of life that sometimes, yes, it's going to be quite difficult. And in fact, your job is to pick up your cross and follow. I've spoken about that extensively. You got to make room for tears, 
to weep with your friends who are in mourning. Ecclesiastes says, There is an appointed time for everything, and a time for every affair under the heavens, a time to give birth, a time to die, a time to plant, a time to uproot the plant, a time to kill, a time to heal, a time to tear down, a time to build, a time to weep, and a time to laugh a time to mourn, a time to dance, a time to scatter stones, a time for everything, a time to seek, a time to lose, a time to keep, a time to cast away, a time to rend, a time to sow, a time to be silent, and a time to speak, a time to love. It goes on and on. So again, clearly Ecclesiastes says, it seems to be there's a time for everything under the sun, And Psalms 100, one of my favorite psalms, says, Shout joyfully to the Lord. Or as it reads in the translation of the message, Bring a gift of laughter. Sing yourselves into God's presence. Now, prayer can take many forms. And I'm not here to tell you how to pray. You know, oh, Joe, I do this for prayer. I do this for prayer. I can talk about what I do for prayer, but why follow me? (laughs) Go listen to your pastor or your priest. But I want to tell you that sometimes my most not-so-profound but sincere prayer sounds something like, thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. And I pray this prayer when I'm on a run, when I wake up, when I'm at the beach, when I'm on the ski slopes, when I'm struggling, when I'm walking, when I'm sharing. And usually when I'm saying this prayer of praise, again, quite simple, I have a smile on my face. There's joy in my heart. See, praise is your recognition that God is in you and for you. Praise is the acknowledgement that no matter what, no matter your circumstances, God is in control and his plan for you. Your salvation is assured. Amazing, isn't it? And yet how many times we walk away where someone could look at our face and say, wow, that is a person who is praising God, who is thankful for the gift of salvation of life. And how would you actually demonstrate this? In a sense, your laughter, your joyful spirit. Now, let me just do a little thought experiment with you. With you as the investigator. When you last went out with your friends, your date, a loved one, and you laughed together, did you feel more love, more intimacy? than say, when you last had a fight? (laughs) Now think about this. I'm going to give you a minute. Last time you went out and you laughed and you frolicked, did you feel love? Or did you feel that deep abounding love the last time that you had a really great fight? (laughs) To cite the cliche, life isn't all fun and games. That's true. But what would life be without fun and games? And laughter. Now, as a therapist, when I'm working with the very difficult population of couples, (laughs) I, I love the work. It's not always difficult, but sometimes it is. And when couples come to me and they're entrenched, they're just deeply rooted in the fight. 
and I'm asking them about their difficulties. And I, I swear, it's like, I could have five hours for you. And I, I don't think your list of grievances would end. But then I asked them about the last time they actually had fun together. They laughed, they played, they enjoyed each other. And they sometimes get quiet. And I can see that little imaginary thought bubble above their head, you know, that you see in cartoons. Uh, Joe, we're paying you money here so that we can talk about our problems. No, you're actually not. You're actually engaging in therapy, doing that difficult work because you want a, diff- you want a different life. You want to transform that chaos, that difficulty, the distance in your relationship to something more meaningful and beautiful and together. And that's why I go back and I say, when is the last time that you laughed together? Now, again, I get it. Life is difficult. Problems have to be addressed. But sometimes setting the stage with love and laughter and joy actually allows you to engage in the difficult conversations better than if you were just fighting. And yet that's what happens when we lose that sense of laughter, of joy in our lives. You see, laughter draws people together. And healthy physical and emotional changes in the body take place when you laughed. Laughter is the great preparation material to have those difficult conversations because humor lightens the mood and it inspires hope. It actually allows you and helps you to forgive more easily because when you're laughing, you're not angry at the same time. And when you're not angry, you're more inclined to say, yeah, I'm angry. I'm not going to let go of this anger. And you're not going to forgive. Now, laughter has profound effects on the body. It relaxes the body naturally. Yeah, you can sit down with your favorite cocktail and say after the first, second, third cocktail, I feel incredibly relaxed (laughs) maybe a little loopy who knows other things but laughter actually achieves something cleaner and healthier and more effective by releasing those endorphins the body's natural feel-good chemicals and those endorphins provoke and promote an overall sense of well-being can even temporarily believe it or not relieve pain laughter decreases decreases stress hormones which allows your body to fight off disease. It improves blood flow, which helps the heart. And if that's not enough, laughter actually burns calories. (laughs) You see somebody laughing. Hey, what are you doing? Oh, I'm on a diet. Uh, What? Yeah, laughter burns calories. Joe Secor told me. It's actually true. One study in Norway found that people with a strong sense of humor actually outlived those who don't laugh as much particularly those who were battling cancer. If you were so lucky to have children, think back about those early, early days, hours. I don't know when a baby first smiles. Maybe it's days, I can't remember. (laughs) But that first smile that the baby shares with his or her mother, his or her mother, yes, the baby's mother, actually helps to create that bond with the child. Laughter helps you to connect not only with your children, but with others, with health, with the zest for life. Think about it. Children love to laugh. Isn't that a wonderful sound to hear children laughing? 
unless you're my old neighbor, <laughs> who is a bit of a curmudgeon. Stop that laughing. Get those kids away from me. But for the most part, we love to hear children laugh. And as adults, we actually enjoy laughter as well. But sometimes we get so wrapped up what is wrong with what is wrong in the world, what is wrong with ourselves, and what is wrong with others, that we forget how essential and life-giving laughter is. I will never forget this one experience I had. I was with my boys, and they were younger, I don't know, 12, 13 years old, 10 years old, something like that. And I was driving in the car with them, and my son John was in the front seat, and we were going down the freeway, and we had In-N-Out Burger in our mouths and all over the place. And we were on the phone simultaneously with my sister, Therese, who has this wonderful, she's known for this dynamic, hearty, throat, gut-felled laugh. I, I don't even know how to describe it, but you hear her laugh, and you want to laugh alongside her. Of course, I was hands-free. And we're driving down the freeway and talking and eating. And then all of a sudden, my son, John, who was sitting in the front seat, sneezes. I mean, it was a mighty sneeze. And burger parts and fries just fly out everywhere, covering the car's interior, including, of course, the inside of the windshield, which he was facing. <laughs> and we all, we all start laughing. And then my sister, who hears this whole thing, and I describe what's happening, she starts laughing, and nobody then can stop laughing. I think that was the end of lunch, probably because most of it was all over the car. But we were laughing and laughing, and it took us all the way home and into the evening, and it took us to a place of joy. Yes, I was cleaning up burger parts from the inside of the car for weeks to come. But I would never change that memory, that gift that we shared together to laugh. And sometimes you are given that opportunity to laugh, to play, to engage, to connect with life, with joy, with others. But you choose not to do it. Why is that? There are so many benefits to laughter. It has health benefits. It boosts immunity. It lowers stress hormones. It decreases pain. It relaxes your muscles. It prevents heart disease mentally. Right? It just makes life joyful. It can reduce anxiety. It relieves stress. It improves mood. It strengthens resilience. It brings you together. Laughter helps you to stay mentally healthy. Again, there's a time to cry. There's a time to be silent, to be quiet, to reflect. And there is, as Ecclesiastes says, a time to laugh. And I believe your laughter, yes, in the face of death, because you will die. It doesn't mean you have to be morose about it. It actually means that you demonstrate your faith, your belief, your trust in God with your joyful heart and your laughter. When is the last time you've gone outside and played and relaxed and given God your praise and shared that joy with your family, with your friends? A beautiful demonstration of faith. 
in my opinion. Laughter. It truly is the best medicine. I will meet you back on the road. And remember, always forward.